hey there guys, welcome back to a brand new episode of the Zeke Said So Show. This is the one only show where we talk about all things movies, video games, comics, television, and all that sorts of good stuff. And we are back. We took a little bit of a break, but, uh, you know, that is what it is. You know, we got to take a break every once in a while. Um, I'll explain why we took a break at the end of the show, because uh, I'm going to have, I got a big, some big stuff to talk about at the end of the, uh, at the end of the show uh, today. Um, but I do want to, I want to do a show this week because we missed out on last week and we got a lot of stuff to talk about. We got some, we got some more Ezra Miller stories, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Um, we got some Warner Brothers stuff and we're going to talk about, uh, the 10 year plan and what those potential, uh, films could be for DC films, what the potential potential uh 10-year plan for dc is and we got some pretty cool q a questions 10 pretty exciting q a questions uh to talk about so let's not waste any time and let's get right into it let's talk let's talk about some movies let's talk about some movie news and all that good stuff let's let's get started here so the first one we got is this um Kung Fu Panda 4 has officially been announced. Universal Studios came out this uh, last week and announced that Kung Fu Panda 4 was officially happening. Um, uh, and uh, this this uh, quote comes from Screen Rant, and they wrote the following. Although the expansion of the Kung Fu Panda franchise has continued through TV shows, not a lot was known about a fourth installment. Despite Despite the Kung Fu Panda feature films earning more than $1.8 billion at the worldwide box office. However, everything changed with the recent news of Kung Fu Panda 4 being in development by DreamWorks Animation. Universal even announced the precise release date for Kung Fu Panda 4, which is set for release, which is set for release on March 8th, 2024. And that, of course, comes from Screen Rants. Um... Now, I will tell you guys, I'm going to let you guys in on a little something, okay? I knew about this two weeks before the announcement came. I'm not going to say where I heard it, heard it but I knew about it. <laughs> I knew about this this news about two weeks before, before they officially announced it. Um, and when I did hear it, it got me excited. Like, look, I think... Um, DreamWorks is a very underrated studio. I don't think they get enough credit. They, they've they put out some crap. I'm not saying they are a perfect studio. They've put out some crap. Shark Tales, Boss Baby, all that stuff. They, they, they put out some garbage. But, you know, they had the Shrek, the first two Shrek movies, which I think are phenomenal. Um, I love the Kung Fu Panda trilogy. I, I love the first two. And, I, and although I didn't love the third one as much as the first two, I still really enjoyed it enough. And so I do think the tr- the Kung Fu Panda trilogy was was pretty good. How to Train Your Dragon, of course. Um, uh, trying to think of uh, some, uh, I mean, the Prince of Egypt, Prince of Egypt, which was one of their first movies out the gate. Um, I'm even a fan of Ants. I know I like the movie Ants. What can I say? But um, now. I know there was an animated show on Netflix. Let me see if I can find. Um, let me see if I can find. Here it is. I th- I think this is it. Yeah. So uh, Kung Fu Panda: The Dragon Knight. This was the Netflix show that's on. Uh, it's actually on Netflix right at the moment. So I actually have not watched a single. I've seen. I've seen. I got to watch the first episode. 
early again thanks to my um I'm not gonna I'm not gonna I, again I'm not gonna say but I, I got I got an opportunity to see the first episode um early so I have but I haven't watched the rest of the show I do want to see I do want to watch the rest of this show so that I could talk about it and also I feel like I feel like if anything I mean I don't know this for sure but I would hope that they decide to kind of tie this into the to the film series um maybe that this maybe that the fourth film picks up where this series leaves off um probably not it probably won't happen uh much like much like most of the uh kung fu panda tv shows that there have been over the years um like legend of awesomeness and all that stuff the tv shows for the dreamworks properties tend to not tie into their movies they tend to just be like random little adventures um but i would like for the shows for the show to tie in i think it would be pretty cool um one of the um exciting things about this whole thing though is that we're starting to see that dreamworks is starting to open it's starting to go back to opening their their old franchises i mean we're seeing that they're finally giving us puss in boots too which I've been waiting for ever since I saw that first one because I really love that first movie. Um, even though I don't think the trailer looked that that good, um, I, I'm I'm still a little int- I'm still interested in Puss in Boots, uh, The Last Wish. But then you have um, Kung Fu Panda Four. Um, I I don't know. Like I feel like DreamWorks is starting to is starting to open that door and bringing back all of their old IP. Um, and I think we're going to see the same thing happen with Shrek. I think at some point we're going to get another Shrek film that takes place years after and maybe explore what life is like for him now. Um, I mean, hell, I wouldn't be surprised if they started, if they made a sequel to, I mean, what are some of their other films that they have? I just gotta, I just gotta open up the, uh, the DreamWorks animation filmography here for a second, because um, I mean, they've they've obviously done a lot of TV shows recently. They've been delving into television shows, but I really want to see what their filmography is. So we got the Prince of Egypt, Shrek, Spirit, Madagascar, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So I mean, I think we could possibly, possibly not. I I won't say it's a certain. But possibly get another Madagascar film. Um, I want to see a damn sequel to Megamind. Like I don't even know what, where the hell that movie. Where the hell? The, how did we get a sequel to The Crudes and not a sequel to Megamind? Um, I even. I'll be honest. I even enjoyed Mr. Peabody and Sherman. I would have loved to have seen a sequel to that one as well. Um, you know, yeah. So, but they're starting to open up, again. They're starting to go back to some of their old IP. I mean, we've we're, we're seeing that with with again with the Shrek franchise. They're going back to Puss in Boots, and now they're going back into uh, giving us. Uh, they're they're going back to Kung Fu Panda. Um, who knows? Maybe they might go back to Monsters. Maybe they might make a sequel to Monsters vs. Aliens. I don't know if I'd want a sequel to Monsters vs. Aliens just because I feel like that movie was kind of eh um i mean i liked it as a kid but i watched it recently and i just was like eh this is all right i guess um 
but did they announce any now now I'm stuck on the I thought they announced like a uh, I thought they announced something involving Megamind. Okay, they are making a sequel, but it's going straight to Peacock and not Okay. Oh, it's a series. Never mind. Sorry, I thought it was a it was a movie. Oh, so it's gonna be an animated series for Peacock. Okay, well that that's that's good. I mean, I'll I'll probably watch it just because I love Megamind, but I want to see a damn movie. I want to see another movie with this with this guy because you know Megamind was always one of my favorite DreamWorks films. I love that movie so much. Um, but yeah, no, I just because I I. Here's the problem with with DreamWorks lately, is that DreamWorks has just been making a lot of generic crap like Captain Underpants, The Boss Baby, Trolls, um, Home, which was god awful, um, Turbo, which was also pretty pretty bad. Um, they've just been making a lot of generic crap. I will say, their most recent film that they put out, The Bad Guys. I'll be honest with you guys. I thought that movie looked like such garbage, especially when I saw that trailer. When I saw that trailer for the first time, I was like, wow, this looks like garbage. But then I saw the movie, and I did not think it was that bad. I mean, it wasn't great. It's not like Pixar quality good, but it was it was still pretty good. So, yeah, no, I'm, I'm very much looking forward to a Kung Fu Panda 4. I think this is going to be very interesting, and it'll be, uh, it'll be interesting to see where they go. So... All right, let's move on to the next topic. And the next topic is this. Warner Brothers movies will not follow the 45-day window. Um, this comes, this uh, this quote is another quote from Screen Rant. And this uh, this says this. Decider, uh, Decider reports from a source at HBO Max that the that the company will now use a case by case basis approach to determine when theatrically released films will be available to stream. Zaslav calls the decision a strategic shift away from releasing theatrically released films directly on HBO Max, leaving audiences to wonder how long they'll have to wait to stream movies. Changes to the streaming platform's content release uh, releases have already started to affect films like Elvis, which was originally set to release on HBO Max after the usual 45-day window. Now it doesn't have an HBO Max uh, a release date for HBO Max, and will instead be available to buy and rent on other digital platforms. And that is comes from Screen Rant. And I will tell you this: this is the perfect decision, and here's why. The old regime of Warner Brothers. What did they do? In late 2020. Well, in late 2020, they decided to announce, hey, you know what's a good idea? Let's take all of our 2021 films and let's put them on HBO Max and in theaters at the same time. That's gonna make us tons of money. And that's gonna get and that's gonna boost subscriber numbers for HBO Max. It didn't. It didn't. The subscriber numbers for HBO Max did not. Like, this whole day-and-date release thing did not help. And there was word coming out of CinemaCon 2021 that basically the other studios, like Sony, Disney, Sony, um, Paramount, 
these companies have been telling everybody that day-in-day release does not work. And look at Top Gun Maverick. I mean, let's let's take a look at the box office for Top Gun Maverick. Like, I mean, I it just got a re-release now. It's now going to be sh- it's now showing. Maybe I might go watch that again. I might I might just go watch it again. Um, but like the movie's been out since since like it's been in theaters for an entire summer, and you you want to know how much money Top Gun Maverick made? One point three seven nine billion dollars. One billion three hundred seventy nine million. Eight hundred eighty-seven thousand one hundred ninety-one dollars. It has ruled the box office, and at this point, um, let me go to all time here. I believe it. I believe it passed. Um, I believe it ended up passing. Yeah, it passed Titanic for the highest, uh, for the for the uh, the highest grossing domestic release, um, and then worldwide, I believe. Uh, where's where's it at worldwide? It's number thirteen, so it's climbing. It is climbing, and I'm sure Top Gun Maverick's probably going to make even more money now that it's being re released again. Um, I don't think it's it's not going to hit anywhere near like the top five because the top five films are all two billion dollar films like here here are the top five films infinity war star uh infinity war force awakens titanic endgame and avatar so there's no way uh top gun maverick is going to hit that but i think it has a shot to become like i would say i mean it's already in the top seven i i wouldn't be surprised if it if it topped like Black Panther for the most for the highest uh, for the number five spot as far as domestic grosses goes, but anyway, back to Warner Brothers. I think Top Gun Maverick proved that people want to experience movies like that in the theater. Imagine if they had just decided, man, eh, we're just gonna put Top Gun on streaming. Wouldn't have made any money, and what's worst of all. Nobody would be talking about it. The pro- the biggest thing that Warner Brothers wants is that they don't want to just... It's not just the fact that they want to make billions of dollars, but they also want people to talk about it. They also want the word of mouth to spread, and they also want people to go, have you seen... Have you seen... Um, I don't know. what What's a Warner Brothers movie? Have you seen DC League of Super Pets? I, I thought it was amazing. Let's go see it. By the way, I didn't think Super Pets was amazing. I thought it was good, but I didn't think it was amazing. But anyway, or like, let's say the Batman. Let's say if the Batman didn't do that stupid forty-five day window thing. Hey, do you want, have you seen the Batman yet? No, I haven't been. I, I you know, no. I mean, it's it's got the Twilight boy in it. I don't know if I want to see it, dude. It's great. Let's go. I'm like, okay, if you say so. Like, it's like they want that word of mouth to spread that way they can make more money and look how well i mean hell i mean we'll talk about i mean let's go to a warner brothers film let's take a look at how well elvis is doing i mean elvis like like they said elvis decided not to follow the 45 day window 
And that movie, I believe, had a... What was the budget for the film? Was there a budget? I don't know. But worldwide, it made uh, it made, it made $262 million. Um, but still, I mean, it's a lot more money it would have made had they followed that stupid, you know, 45-day window. I mean, think about it. Had they followed that 45-day window, the domestic gross that Elvis has right now would end up being the worldwide total. The domestic gross for Elvis is $142 million worldwide. Uh, not Sorry, domestically. And worldwide, it's 262 but. But you, but you see this pattern. Movies that stay in theaters longer tend to do better. They do better. And that's what a lot of these studios need to realize is that you can't just go off the, oh, well, let's just let's just release let's just release it on streaming after forty five days. No, no, don't do that because now you're ruining your chance to make even more money. So yeah, I I love this move. I think so far David Zaslav has done really good things for Warner Brothers. He's had he's had a couple of. I mean, look, as much as I agree with him on the Batgirl situation, I felt like he could have handled it a little bit differently. But I I will say, so far, I've liked the moves he's made so far. So I just think the the future of Warner Brothers is at a better place now than it was a year ago. Um, All right, let's move on to the next one. Um, we got a lot to talk about, so we're going to move on to the next one. And the next topic is this. Teenage, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles animated movie gets an official title and an official release date. The movie will be titled Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem. Uh, this also comes from the great folks over at, you guessed it, Screen Rant. Uh, and they wrote the following. Seth Rogen's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles animated reboot has revealed its new title and logo. Rogan is producing the reboot for Paramount Pictures and Nickelodeon Movies with longtime writing-slash-producing partner Evan Goldberg and Jason Weaver. Uh, the movie will be directed by Jeff Rowe, who co-directed the hit animated feature The Mitchells vs. the Machines for Netflix, and that comes from Screen Rant, and the film is set for release on August 4th, 2022. Um, look, Mutant Mayhem. I, I'm not going to lie, bit of a cheesy title. Okay, Mutant Mayhem. I, I mean, the title's not going to make the movie any good. The title's not going to make the movie any worse. Okay, it's just a title. So I'm not going to judge the title too harshly. What I did not know, I did not know that they got the co director for The Mitchells vs. the Machines. I love this. Jeff Rowe, who co directed The Mitchells vs. the Machines, um, that movie. I think I thought was the best animated film of last year should have won the Oscar for best animated film, but I'm not going to even get into that noise. It was great. And, and I think um, this is going to be very interesting to see how they handle the Ninja Turtles because let's face it. The last time the Ninja Turtles had a big screen outing eh, wasn't that great. You know, Michael Bay decided to go a little too crazy with the Ninja Turtles, if you know what I mean. So, 
like I remember still, I hated that first Ninja Turtles movie uh, produced by Michael Bay. That first Ninja Turtles movie produced by Michael Bay, I still think is one of the worst movies I've seen in a very long time. Really terrible movie. But I am looking forward to this. I, I am very much looking forward to this. And I, uh, yeah, I, I like the title. I, I mean, and the title's, yeah, it's, it's an okay title. I mean, um, and the fact that it comes out just a little under a year, a little under, I, I wrote 2022. I'm stupid. Hold on a minute. Let me get the right information. I had said August 4th, 2022. We're we're in 2022. Wow, that makes me feel feel stupid. Um let me go ahead and get you the new information, guys. This is what happens when you don't proofread your show notes. Um This is what happens when you don't proofread your show notes. Let me see. Hold on. Let me just bring it up here. Uh uh, 2023. Yeah, I was, I was, I was off by a year. Um, yes, no, it is coming out October on August 4th, 2023. Okay, there we go. Um, let's go and move on to the next one before I start losing my mind here. Um, we got some Ezra Miller drama to talk about. Here we go. So, uh, last week, Ezra Miller was charged for burglary. Um, this, uh, this once again comes to us. This is a very screen rant. We we here at the Zeke Setzer Show are a very screen rant friendly show. Um, this comes to us from Screen Rant. After months of being on the run, Miller has now been charged with a with a crime with a different crime reports deadline on August 7th Miller was located by Vermont State Police and issued a citation for felony burglary the incident took place on May 1st after local authorities were notified of a burglary complaint on on County Road in Stamford Vermont uh, Miller had broken in to steal multiple bottles of alcohol and through the subsequent investigation, which included the video, the video footage, the flash star was identified. Um, they are expected to appear in Vermont Superior Court, Bennington Criminal Division on September 26th for an arraignment. Um, but then this week, Miller, uh, Ezra Miller came out with a, an official statement slash apology, and this is what he uh, this is what he had to say. Um, as soon as I can bring it up here, because Variety wants to uh, be stupid. Okay, um, <clears throat> here is what uh, the this is this comes to us from Variety, and this is what Miller had to say. Having recently gone through a time of intense crisis, I now understand that I am suffering complex mental issues and have begun ongoing treatment. I want to apologize to everyone that I have alarmed and upset with my past behavior. I am committed to doing the necessary work to get back to a healthy, safe, and productive stage in my life. And that, of course, comes from, uh, from Variety. Now, this this comes up the question, you know, because David Zaslav, the the leadership over at Warner Brothers, still plans on releasing the film. 
Um, they had talked about how they they have three possible options, and one of those options just happened is that Ezra Miller is now seeking help. Um, what do I think of all this? Look, I have been very critical of Ezra Miller's behavior. I think it's absolutely horrendous, and I think he he was right to apologize, and I'm glad he did apologize. Does it does it excuse the behavior? No, but I do think he has apologized for it. And I am glad to see that he is getting the necessary help that he needs. I mean, look. When people are going through some serious issues, mental issues, you tend to do stupid things. You do stupid things. You do not the, – the, the word smart decisions does not hit you in the head when, you, when you're dealing with severe mental health issues. And it sounds like Ezra Miller has been facing through that, and I, and I really hope he gets the, the, the help that he needs. Someone had asked me today, though, do I think Ezra Miller should continue being the Flash? No. I don't think so. Because look, at this point, because of everything he's done and because of what he's done, he is just he is just a risk to your image, to the DC brand. He is now a risk. You cannot keep someone who is a risk of damaging your brand. And I think unfortunately, because of things Ezra Miller has done, even though he's apologized for it, he is a risk. He he is a, he is now damaging to the DC brand, and unfortunately, it's kind of his fault because he decided to go and do these stupid things like choking a woman out, throwing a chair at a woman. Um, there's allegations of him grooming a child. Um, you know, and then him getting, uh, charged with, uh, with, with the whole, um, uh, stealing a bottle of alcohol, you know, there are some serious issues going on with Ezra Miller and I'm glad that he's going to get the help that he needs, but this, I, I just think it's too late for you to go, well, let's decide to keep him on as the Flash. No, that's the stupid decision that the old leadership of Warner Brothers did. And I think if David Zaslav is a smart guy, which I do believe he is, he's not going to keep Ezra Miller on as the Flash. If David Zaslav is a smart guy, and I do believe he is a smart guy, so I think he's going to, he's going to do the right thing here. Um, so yeah, let's, uh, let's move on to the final topic and the final topic, um, we're actually going to talk about, uh, the 10 year plan for Warner brothers, uh, Warner brothers talked about how they have a 10, they are coming up with a 10 year plan for DC films. And what I wanted to do today is that I wanted to talk about some of the potential films that could be part of that 10 year plan. Now, these are just my theories on what I want to see in part of this 10-year plan. Um, so let's not waste any time and let's get right into it. All right, guys. And let's go ahead and let's talk about this 10-year uh, plan. Let's 
Uh, so again, these are just my predictions. These are these are not the I I these are just my theories and speculations on what I think should be the ten-year plan for DC going forward. Let's start with the first one. Man of Steel 2. Give me a damn Man of Steel 2. Have have Brainiac be the central villain. Set up Lex Luthor for a Justice League sequel. And have it be directed by J.J. Abrams. Let this be the J.J. Abrams directed Superman film. Look, I know a lot of people like to bitch him on, oh, well, J.J. Abrams did the Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, I know he did the Rise of Skywalker, and I'm not happy with the Rise of Skywalker. But J.J. Abrams was trying to do a Superman movie for years. He loves the character. I think he would do a great job with Superman. Um, I mean, hell, I would really love to see... I'm not going to lie. I kind of would like to see him do a, do the Man of Steel sequel and have Brainiac as the central villain and have Brainiac be a, a villain that maybe gets defeated in the Man of Steel 2, but he doesn't die. He comes back in a later movie, maybe down maybe down the line. So um, I think it'll be interesting. I think it'll be very interesting. Um, number two. Green Lantern. Let's get a Green Lan- Let's get that Green Lantern movie. Have it be a buddy comp film with John Stewart and Jessica Cruz, and it can be directed by Taika Waititi. I know, I know. A lot of people are like, "Well, Thor: Love and Thunder wasn't the best." Ah. Look, I like Thor: Love and Thunder. Do I love it? No, but I like it, and I think it's a lot of fun. And I think Taika Waititi is kind of the perfect director for Green Lantern because Green Lantern is kind of a silly concept. Green Lantern, you know, oh, a magical ring that makes you, that makes you, you know, that gives you all these abilities, you know. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I think, uh, I think it would be pretty cool and I, I really do want to see it. And I think a buddy cop film would be perfect for Green Lantern. Have them be like a, galactic police force and maybe they're going planet to planet trying to find out you know trying to solve a mystery or something you know i think it'll be pretty cool and maybe sinestro is can be the main villain or something like that i don't know i think it'll be interesting um the third film i would mention is this doom patrol now i know i know we already have it we already have the tv show and some of you are probably wondering, oh, but I think they can't make the TV show canon. Yeah, I know. Just make a Doom Patrol movie and have it be separate from the TV show. Use the same characters, just different actors. And I think that film would be perfect for J.A. Bayona. Not based on what he did with Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. But J.A. Bayona did a movie years ago um he did a movie years ago that i think that i think is one of the best movies i've seen from him in a very long time uh, i mean not from him uh, from just one of the best movies i've ever seen in general okay and it is called a monster calls if you guys have not seen a monster calls it is one of the best movies I've seen in my life. Like seriously, it is very depressing, a very depressing movie, but it's a, I love it. I think it's fantastic. And 
the tone of that movie I feel like would fit perfectly with a Doom Patrol. Have it be a tragedy and all this stuff. I think it'd be pretty cool. Um, so yeah, I think I that's that's where I would go with uh, number four, Batman Beyond. Michael, and here are your two casting choices. I'm calling it right now. Casting for Batman Beyond. Michael Keaton as Batman. Charlie Heaton from Stranger Things as Terry McGinnis. Perfect movie right there. Perfect Batman Beyond film right there. And that film can be directed by the one and only Antoine Fuqua, who directed such greats like Magnificent Seven, Training Day, um, the Equalizer series. I think he's – and he's just such a great director. I think he knows how to handle action, and he knows how to handle character. You know, you watch a movie like Training Day, that movie is basically all character, and it all relies on the chemistry between Denzel and Ethan Hawke. And I think I think you would need that in a Batman Beyond movie. You need the chemistry between Bruce Wayne uh, between Bruce Wayne and Terry McGinnis to be um, kind of like that great student and uh, student mentor relationship. I think it'd be really cool. Um, oh, also, I shouldn't now. I should say this though. None of these films that I'm mentioning have been released. None of these films that I have that I'm talking that I'm going to be talking about have officially been released. They've been theorized and they've been talked about, but they have never been officially announced. So I just want to make that clear. Um, but the, the fifth film I'm going to mention is this. Let's get a third Suicide Squad movie. We've we had that that shit storm of a 2016 film. James Gunn came in and righted the ship and gave us a great Suicide Squad movie. He gave us a kind of a an in-between movie with Peacemaker. And it sounds like he's going to be giving us an Amanda Waller series. I think this should be the third movie, the third Suicide Squad movie, written and directed by James Gunn. And here is your Suicide Squad crew, okay? Hear me out. Bloodsport, Deadshot, Harley Quinn, Ratcatcher 2, King Shark, Killer Croc, and Katana. That way, we're blending the characters from the 2016 film and James Gunn film, and we're bringing them together to create one great adventure with these characters. And I also think we should see the return of Peacemaker. The return of Peacemaker, and then maybe him and Bloodsport have a bit of a of another rivalry with each other or something. I think it'd be pretty cool. So the Suicide Squad sequel, I think, should come, and it should be written and directed by James Gunn. The sixth one I'm going to mention, let's get a sequel to Justice League. Um, we've had the theatrical cut of Justice League. We've had the uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League, which I think is a better version and honestly personally just my opinion my headcanon is what i think the personally in my in my headcanon Zack Snyder's Justice League is the Justice League movie that came after Batman vs Superman that's just in my headcanon but i i know that they're probably going to make a sequel and it's probably going to be a continuation of the Joss Whedon version, but um, I think that we should get a Justice League 2. Um, 
have Shazam join the team. And then I think the villains of the film should be the DC League of Villains. Um, with because they had that post credit scene at the end of the of the theatrical cut, shouldn't we have a league of our own? Now again, I know a lot of people don't like to consider that version canon, but unfortunately, in the um, as much as we as I would like to say that's not canon, and as much as my head canon is that the Snyder cut is officially canon, but for me, like again. The official word is that the Snyder Cut is more of an Elseworlds story, whereas the the theatrical cut of Justice League is part of canon, unfortunately. Sadly. I know. But uh, it is. Um, but yeah, no, I think this would be very... Uh, I think this would be very interesting, and adding Shazam to the team, especially since he's kind of been the one who's kind of been referencing the Justice League, I think it'd be pretty cool to see. So, and I think this, I think the Justice League should be directed by Chloe Zhao. What Chloe Zhao was able to do with the Eternals, I think she would do such a great job with Justice League 2. Like, just imagine her style and her her, um, storytelling, but in a Justice League film. I think it'd be great. I think it'd be awesome. Um, number seven is kind of a tie with a bunch of different films, but I think we should get um, a sequel to Wonder Woman, sequel to Shazam, Aquaman, and The Flash. Get a third Shazam film in there, have Black Adam as the villain, and then get a sequel to The Flash. Obviously, you'd have to recast Barry Allen, but you get a sequel to The Flash and then have Reverse Flash be the villain of that film. Um, I'm... Pretty sure he's probably going to most likely, I mean, I don't know this for sure, but most likely he'll probably end up being the villain for this, uh, for the Flash movie that's coming out next year, but we'll see, we'll see. Uh, number eight, give us a Martian Manhunter solo film. Uh, bring back Henry Lennox. You don't have to make his appearance. I know, like I said, I like to consider Zack Snyder's Justice League canon. Me personally, Zack Snyder's Justice League is canon, but I know officially DC and Warner Brothers is like, no, it's not the official canon. The the official canon is the DC theatrically released version of Justice League. Fuck off. Anyway, um, but no, I I uh, um, I, I do want to see Martian Manhunter. I want to see Henry Lennox as Martian Manhunter. Introduce him in a post credit scene for Justice League 2, and I think the film should be directed by Ava DuVernay. Um, I think she would do such a great job with that. Uh, number nine, give me a Justice League dark film. Let's bring in characters like Constantine, Zatanna, Detective Chimp, Swamp Thing, Phantom Stranger. And get and give me that film and let it be directed by Adam Wingard. The yeah, Godzilla versus Kong Boy directing Justice League Dark. Hell yeah. Um, and then the tenth film I'm gonna now I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about as far as the ten year plan goes. It's time. Let's get a third Justice League film. Dark Side is the main villain. Make it a three hour Return of the King like epic. And once again, it could be directed by Chloe Zhao. So those are my predictions. Those are those are the possible films I think we could see 
during the 10-year plan. Uh, let me just run all those down again. Man of Steel 2, Green Lantern, Doom Patrol, Batman Beyond, the Su- a Suicide Squad sequel, um, uh, Justice League 2, uh, sequels for Wonder Woman, Shazam, Aquaman, and The Flash, uh, Mar- a Martian Manhunter solo film, Justice League Dark, and a third Justice League film. So, I'm just really happy to see that DC now finally has a plan and where they're going. That just excites me. I'm so excited for that. I cannot wait to see what what is going to be part of their plan. I just hope I just hope they actually stick to this plan. Because guess what? I thought they had a plan back in 2016 when they announced that all these films were coming after Batman vs Superman. And guess what? Ain't none of them happened. You know, I mean, some of them did eventually happen, but still, you know. So let's just hope they actually stick to this plan. Um, let's hope that somebody can come in and be their uh, and their Kevin Feige and kind of let's uh, let's let's hit the reset button. Let's have Flash come out, be its Flashpoint, and kind of reboot the DCU and uh, let's 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 make this thing happen. Let's make it great. All right, guys. Uh, that is all for the main topics. We are now going to get into the Q&A section of the show. But before we do that, it is time we take the very typical Zeke Said So commercial break. So sit back, relax. The Zeke Said So show will be right back. Thank you so much for listening to this installment on the Zeke Said So podcast. I wanted to remind you guys that the Zeke Said So podcast can be found on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Amazon Music, Pocket Cast, and Stitcher. Uh, if you are listening to this on Spotify or Apple Podcast, make sure you leave a review on the feed, preferably a positive review. It helps more people see the show, and it helps us grow and continue to give you this amazing content. Also wanted to remind you guys that you can check out the Zeke Said So written blog. Go to zekesaidso.wordpress.com and you may find the Zeke Said So podcast in a written blog. Uh, you can also follow me on Twitter at Zeke Said So and on Instagram at Zeke underscore said underscore so. And one more thing. If you would like to support the show, you can find a link in the description of every podcast we put up to our listener support feature. Once you get there, you may donate any amount, and for those who do, you will receive a special shout-out right here on the podcast feed. Not a mandate, you don't have to do you don't have to do it, but it does help us out a lot. And you guys are also supporting the show just by listening to this amazing content. Now, with that down, let's get right back to the show. Alright, guys. And we're back to the Zeke Sedso show. Thank you for returning. Thank you for sitting through that commercial break. And now let's talk about some, let's get into your guys' Q&A questions. How do you guys send in Q&A questions? Very, very simple. Send them in through Instagram or you can send them in through the Zeke Sedso Pictures blog, the Zeke Sedso Pictures website, zekesedso.wordpress.com. And maybe you'll see your question on the show if it is movie spe- movie or tv show specific so um let's go ahead and let's talk about this uh 
First one up is, have you seen the Apple TV animated film, uh, Apple TV plus animated film Luck? And do you think it will resurrect John Lasseter's career? Um, not really. I mean, because it's being released on a streaming service, I don't think it has any potential of resurrecting John Lasseter's career. Um, so yeah, I, I'm not sure. So I'm just surprised that John Lasseter was able to find work after all the things he was accused of. I know, I, I don't know if he was ever officially, if it was ever officially proven that he did those things, but after all the things that he was accused of, I'm, I'm surprised they even let him get on another, they let him even continue to make animated films. So um, but no, I have not seen the film. I, I I don't know if I really want to. I just think the movie looks so generic. And yeah, man, I just don't really I just don't really like the look of it. So um what is the best year for movies? Um probably twenty nineteen. Cause twenty nineteen you had obviously you had your big ten pole stuff like Endgame. But you also had films like, you know, Jojo Rabbit, Knives Out, um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Parasite, 1917, um, Marriage Story. Uh, so many great, great movies in 2019. Um, 2014 was also really good, too. Like, 2014, you had Whiplash, Nightcrawler, um, Birdman, um, I liked American Sniper, uh, but you also had your big temple stuff like X-Men, Days of Future Past, Guardians of the Galaxy, um, some really good stuff, really good stuff, so, um, okay, uh, question number three, do you think we could get another Drake and Josh reunion series like what they're doing with iCarly? No, um, especially, um, I don't know if anybody wants to see Drake Bell on. I don't know if Nickelodeon's going to want to work with Drake Bell after certain things that that man has been accused of. So I, I don't know if. I don't think we're ever going to see it. Plus, I feel like it's too late. I, I feel like if we were going to get a Drake and Josh reunion, we should have gotten one like, God, like five years ago now. So, well, I think it's too late. So, all right. What are your top five movies of the year so far? That's a good question. Um, well, I do have a list of movies that I've seen this year. Why don't I just open up that list and look at Because I, I do have them ranked. I have all of my favorite movies of the year ranked by all the movies that I have seen. So... So in my top five right now, these these are my this is my top five so far, okay? And again, look, we have we still have from now until December. So this could change, but for now my list is everything everywhere all at once as number one. Um Marcel the Shell with shoes on at number two, nope at number three, the Northman at number four, and uh Number five uh, is Vengeance, and easily everything ever all at once is my favorite, is my absolute favorite movie of the year. Um, and Vengeance, guys, if you have not seen Vengeance, please go and watch it. Um, also, I will say 
like I already like we're not even halfway through the year. We're we're like already like halfway through the year, and I already have like twelve movies as my marked down as my favorite movies of twenty twenty two. Like RRR is just outside of my top five. Prey is in my top ten. Top Gun Maverick is in my top ten. Turning Red is in my top ten. The movie X. X, guys, if you have not watched X, please watch it. It's a good, good movie. Really great movie. Um, And I'm really excited for Pearl. I can't wait for Pearl. I think that movie's going to be so good. So, yeah. Um, But, no, my top five. Um, I'll just go from five to one this time. Uh, number five, Vengeance. Number four, The Northman. Number three, Nope. Uh, number two, Marcel, The Shell with Shoes On. And number one, we have Everything Everywhere All at Once. So, that is... Those are my top five. So, uh, what are the chances um, of a Gumby movie? Also, have you seen the SNL Eddie Murphy Gumby sketch? Gumby, damn it. Of course I have. That's Those are – if you guys have not had the, the, the chance to, to go on YouTube and look up Eddie Murphy as Gumby, it's so funny. Hey, Mr. Boo. Oh, no. <laughs> I love that. I love that stuff. Um, hold on. You know what? Oh, screw it. Let me look it up here. Screw it. Let's let's go. Let's 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 look at some uh, Eddie Murphy Gumby sketches. Um, we go here. Here we go. I don't know if you guys can hear it because I have my headphones on, but. Uh, hold on. Let's get it right here because this is where Eddie Murphy is gold as Gumby. <laughs> drop, drop dead, you bastard! This only one Gumby. Uh, Gumby dammit. Uh, yeah, no. If you if you have not watched any of the Gumby sketches from, look, just look up. Gumby, Eddie Murphy, and it's it's some of the funniest stuff you'll watch. But what are the chances of a Gumby movie? Zero. I don't think it would ever happen. Um, I don't think Gumby is really fit to be a movie. I mean, Gumby is one of the most creepiest looking things I've ever seen. I've, I'll be honest, that that show is like, like. God, it's like way before <laughs> that show's like way before my way before my time. So yeah, I I mean I I don't see it happening in this day and age. Um I he just looks so creepy. Like look how scary he looks. If I saw that damn thing in my room, I would jump out the the fucking window. Like Sorry for my language, but I would jump out the fucking window if I saw that thing in my room. Um, I would probably laugh if I saw Eddie Murphy as Gumby in my room, but if I saw if I saw that that Gumby in my room, I'd jump out the window. So, uh, number six, have you seen the Joe Coy comedy Easter Sunday? No, and I have no interest. Um, I like Joe Coy. I like him as a comedian. I think he's very funny. 
I just have never liked the trailers for this, and I just have I've heard not I haven't heard good things about it. So, eh. um, okay. Uh, next question: Thoughts on Sonic Three releasing the same week as Avatar Three? We'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. I mean, I, it's weird. I feel like December is now becoming the new summer movie season because I feel like ever since Star Wars The Force Awakens came out and made huge money in December, I feel like now everybody like everybody now wants to have a movie come out in, in December. So, um, yeah, no, I... I'm excited for Sonic 3. I I really loved the second one. Um I I loved it more than I loved the first one. I really did. I loved the second one more than I loved the first one. So, I can't wait for I can't wait for Sonic 3. Um Science turned 20 years old recently. What do you think of the film and do you think it still holds up? God, is it is it really 20 20 years old? Hold on a second. Wow, it is 20 years old. Wow, that's insane. I Oh, wow. I haven't watched this movie in like I think the first time I saw this movie it was probably like um I think the first time I saw Signs was probably uh like 2 years ago um was when I watched it for the very first time. Um, definitely one of M. Night Shyamalan's better films. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I can't believe it's 20 years old already, man. That's crazy. Um, you know what? I should have known that though, because Chris Stuckman recently put out a video where he was touring the, um, the, the locations of where they shot the film. So I guess I should have known that. So, but, oh, well, I, you know, what can you do? What can you do? Um, okay, next question. Uh, will you be seeing Rogue One when it re-releases ahead of Andor? Nah, not really. I mean, if I really want to watch Rogue One, I could just pop it on Disney+. Plus. Why would I? Like, Rogue One is not really a movie that I feel the need to watch it in theaters again. You know, I don't mind watching it from home. But do I really want to spend money to go... Especially since Rogue One isn't really a movie that I love. I think it's a very average Star Wars film. I'm super... That doesn't mean I'm not excited for Andor. I'm super excited for Andor. I just don't don't think it's necessary to go to a theater and watch Rogue One. Um, I'll probably go... I'll probably just watch it on Disney+. Plus. I'll probably just rewatch it on Disney+. Plus. Um... But honestly, I I might not because I might just I feel like Andor, um, I feel like once season two of Andor comes out, I'm gonna want to watch Rogue One as soon as I finish watching Andor. So, um, yeah, I don't know. So, all right, and the final question of today: thoughts on the trailer for Cobra Kai season five? I loved it. You know what? Screw it. We are watching that right now. And in fact, I'm actually gonna have my 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 uh. I'm going to actually play it on my cell phone here. Um, play it on my cell phone here. That way we can just watch it all together because I can't, like I said, I can't tell if you guys can actually hear my um, my computer when I have my headset on. 
This is what we're up against. This is how everyone sees him. As some kind of philanthropist out to save the kids of the valley. Terry Silver. Why are you guys named Michael? It's Michaela. Whatever. I watched my hands. No, no, no. I'm not a sensei anymore. As of today, I am shutting down Miyagi Do Karate. This can't be your plan. With Johnny gone, it's on me to fix this. One star? Does the car smell like beer? It's because there is beer, asshole. <laughs> I love this so much. Cobra Kai now has more students than ever before. That means we'll need more senses. I'm thinking a lot bigger than just the valley. I love the recruitment going on here right now. I know how things can start out from nothing and get bigger and bigger until all you feel is hate. Want you guys to get along? We're all friends now. We're not friends. We never will be. I've never fight between. Oh my god, this is awesome. I'm just so excited for this. This season looks so great. Oh, this is my favorite part of the trailer. Yeah, well, I make friends pretty easily. I find that a little kindness goes a long way. I I love the fact that we are seeing um, uh, John Kreese in prison. I think that's so awesome. But look. One of the things I love about Cobra Kai, and this is just a small, this is just, this is both a positive and a negative. It's like, <laughs> these, these kids, these kids are like, like when these kids do karate, they're practically beating the crap out of each other. Like, like they're not fighting like, like kids would fight now. Like these guys are doing backflips and, like doing parkour across the hallways, like I just like they, these guys are just going at it. Like these these kids, like they're even they're beating the crap out of each other more than Daniel and Johnny did in the original Karate Kid movie. It's just so funny to me. But no, I'm really excited for this one. First of all, drops on my birthday, so birthday present for me. Um, but no, it else. But um, I'm surprised. One thing I am surprised though is that we didn't see. Uh, Mike Barnes in the trailer, um, because there it can't. It was it was announced. I believe there was images that came out. Mike Barnes is going to be in the season. Uh, Mike Barnes, of course, from uh, Karate Kid uh, Part Three, um, which I don't even like Karate Kid Part Three, but I, I 
I am. I, it kind of makes sense that they would bring Mike Barnes back, especially since Terry Silver is um, kind of going to be the is going to kind of be the main antagonist for this um, for this season. So yeah, no, I'm I uh, I can't wait, man. I'm so excited. After honestly, I I remember not really being interested in Cobra Kai. And then my, and then I believe it was it was during the pandemic actually, and I was running out of stuff to binge, and my, uh, I believe it was my it was either my friend Robert or it was somebody had said no Zeke you need to watch Cobra Kai it's great and I was like okay I mean I guess I'll give it a shot, and then I watched the first episode and I loved it watched the second episode loved it even more. And I just could not stop. After the third episode, I was just binging it. Like every, I had to turn on the next episode afterwards. And it got to a point where I ended season two. Like, wait, what? Seriously? That's how you're gonna leave me? Um, and then obviously season three was just that was even better. Season four was even better. I can't wait to see how season five turns out. Like I, very very excited for what happens. Um, but like I said, man, I'm I. I guess the one thing that has me more like interested is the fact that these kids are just beating the crap out of each other. Um, uh, hold on, guys. Gotta just putting that on mute. So yeah, no, I'm very excited for for season five. But guys, that will do it for this week's episode of the Zeke Said So Show. Uh, let me just double check if that was our last question. Uh, Want to just double check to see if. That was the last question before I sign off here officially. Uh, yeah, that was the last question. Okay, guys. So that will do it uh, for the Zeke Sensor Show. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, don't forget there's going to be a brand new episode of the Web Swingers Podcast tomorrow. Oh, this is the big announcement I wanted to make. So um, I've always told you guys that one of my biggest goals was I wanted to I want to direct stuff. Okay, I want to direct stuff in my future. I I've been given opportunities to, um, to want to. I've I've had the opportunity to be on to be on other to have been on a on a film set. Um, and I've seen I've I've studied other filmmakers like Mark. I've the Mark Duplass keynote speech by South by South by Southwest. Um, Chris Duckman's YouTube channel has kind of turned into kind of a filmmaker, uh, an online film school. Um, David F. Sandberg's YouTube channel is very helpful. I'm, I'm proud to announce that I, um, now I can't, I don't want to say too much about it. Um, which means I'm not giving any details about the company. I'm not giving any details about what the project is. Um, I'll I'll say this about the project. It's a it's it's a commercial. It's it's a commercial, but I'm getting the opportunity to uh, direct um, a commercial, which is pretty big, uh, which is big for me because I've never even been on a, on any kind of set before, and now I'm getting the opportunity to be on a set. To, well, I've been on a set, but just as an observer, not as a director, and now I'm getting the opportunity to direct, and it's very exciting for me, and I cannot wait to. To get started, I mean, I've already been kind of on the phone with people and kind of talking about it, and um, 
Again, I can't share too much about it, and I'm not going to give away the company's name because I don't want to. I I just don't want to do that. I don't want to. I don't want them to be bombarded with with emails. So I'm not even going to mention their name. But I will say I have. I met. I I will. I'll tell you a little bit about how I met the the person who runs it. Um, I met them at a film at a film festival. Um, it was at a it was at a film festival and. Um, I, as at a small little film festival and I met them there and about a year ago, I think it was in like November, I think it was in like November of last year. I met a, I met another, uh, person who had, who has their own little small local video production service. Um, it's not a film production company, but it's just a small little video production service that, that makes commercials for local businesses, but also makes um, does like some stuff for, for the local high schools and stuff like that. Um, and I met this person and they were very impressed with the fact they, they, they were very fascinated with the fact that I, you know, I have scripts. They read some of my scripts and they were like, Oh, these are really good. Um, and they were just like, well, why don't you just bite your teeth into directing? Um, why don't you come and do a commercial for us? You know, I mean, uh, it's not a, it's not a movie, but you know, at least it will get you the experience that you want. And I took it. I took it. Now the ultimate goal is to make movies, but I, I, I'm still pretty happy with what I got here. I'm still pretty, this is still pretty exciting. It's a very exciting journey that I uh, am very uh, proud to, to, uh, to start. So it's cause it's uh this is, I, like I said, this is something I've wanted to do for a very long time. I've been kind of fighting my way to get here. Um, and I'm very excited to, to start the process. Uh, so yeah, guys, uh, that will do it. Um, that's the announcement. Just wanted to share that announcement with you guys. I know I can't, I can't really talk much about it publicly just because it's, it, it's a smaller project and it's not really going to take much I'm, ba- I'm basically only shooting for like one day um so i it's it's not a big not a big not the biggest thing in the world but i i, I just wanted to share that with you guys because i wanted to i wanted to keep you guys in on the fact that i am starting to move towards getting stuff made i mean i i have uh i have a short film uh in the works right now we're actually going to start shooting um, the short film "What to Watch," which comes out on January sixth of next year, um, and we're going to be shooting that uh, in just a in just a couple weeks. Uh, we're I'm I'm planning out the shoot, so it's it's going to be very interesting. And of course, we got the passion for film is still in the works, um, which is pretty which is very cool. So yeah, I'm very excited. I'm very excited, and I cannot wait to share more with you in the coming months. So thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you guys so much for your guys' support. I really appreciate you guys listening. Make sure you guys share the podcast. Please share the podcast. It will help us grow and help us uh, and help us get those uh, subscriber numbers up. So thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, make sure you guys go check out the Zeke Setzel's Pictures YouTube channel. All that stuff. Um, if you guys like this podcast, please make sure you share it and subscribe. I think I should subscribe to the podcast because Zeke the Geek said so. And I'll talk to you guys later. Peace out.